I'm Rebecca Roanhorse, author of Resistance Reborn, and you are listening to the Living Force Podcast. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Wow. What do you know? A Utini Podcast Network production. Believe me, I wish that I could just wish away my feelings. Episode 167, 20th anniversary of Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Dad, Don Weiss here. On this episode, changes to the Utini YouTube page. Are you having a problem, Master Kenobi? Extra content for our Patreon subscribers. That's good news. And the Utini crew celebrates the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. You're starting to become a Jedi. I'm I'm a senator. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Living Force Utini Network podcast all about Star Wars, usually the books, but sometimes we just want to sit back relax and celebrate some of our favorite films that are 20 years old today which we're doing this episode i'm one of your hosts eric eilerson and joining me is the full cast of characters starting with the 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 senator dr Corey helton what's up buddy (laughs) oh that was a that was a great intro you took me out of car with that man you don't usually (laughs) usually take me out of car with those but uh yeah you're training to be a jedi and i'm i'm a senator (laughs) Uh, favorite line in the movie Favorite line in Star Wars, I might go as far to say. Oh my gosh, I love it. You're already in attacking of the clones mood. And no one is better in that mood than the man who is sacrificing his time to watch Game 5 of the NBA Finals. It's Dr. Charles Hankel. What's up, Betty? Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely be watching that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be watching that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm striking the NBA Finals because Miami didn't make it there. And instead, I want to talk about... Rain-drenched Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's right. That's why I'm here. Let's talk about this. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of someone whose apartment is getting rain-drenched as we speak, I'm very excited to talk about him. Uh, He brings me a lot of joy, but who could possibly bring me joy on that level? No one, I tell you, save one man, one legendary man, one man who cannot be cloned. It's Wes Jenkins. He keeps going. He keeps going. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Eric, as always, for that great introduction. Um, no rain here, no tornadoes, but it is boiling lava hot. Um, there was an instance yesterday where we could probably fry an egg and some bacon on the first base uh, where we were playing softball yesterday. Oof. So it was 105 yesterday. Mm, so that's disgusting. Um, I'm glad to be in the air conditioning talking about Attack of the Clones. Um, I'm going to try my hardest tonight to keep up with the, with the talk so I can give you all some visuals mm. who's all watching the YouTube show. Yeah. I love it. I love seeing, it. Uh, we're already seeing some cringy takes, some cringy uh, dialogue in the chat. Please just keep it coming. All the terrible dialogue you can think of from Attack of Clones. I want the chat <laughs> filled with that tonight. <laughs> and the favorite. good stuff, but also the cringe. Oh, in a good way. We love it. You know? We celebrate it all. <clears throat> uh, but, of course, before we get to that, uh, Wes... We spoke off camera this past weekend a little bit, and I wanted to give you the floor before we get going here because for those that watch our YouTube show uh, on Mondays or a little after, we love you very much. There's going to be a slight format change coming up that you may have noticed uh, revolving some of the hiding of our full-length shows, but you'll still be able to watch them also. Wes, do you want to take a couple of minutes and just tell the folks listening at home and watching at home Uh, What might be changing as far as the form of our YouTube channel and how they can find all our full-length shows forever and ever? Yes. So, 
You might notice when you go to our page at youtube.com slash that there are um, used to be our long live shows. We had a full list. It went from the earliest show that we had and all the way to the, I think it was like episode 39 We don't need to talk about those episodes. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they were, all, they were all roughly hour and a half long episodes. And what we've done, we've condensed those to clips um, between 10 and 15 minutes long. And so what you'll see on the main page from um, TLF and the Cosmic Force and Legends Look Back, uh, you'll see like between 10 and 15 minute shows of the best clips or the main points that we have in those shows. But if you'd also like to watch the live shows, those are in the playlist tab. So when you go to youtube.com slash utini, nailed it, um, you can see that there is a playlist tab next to the videos tab, and that's to the right. And then you can pick on each of the shows that you like to watch. So whether it be uh, The Living Force, The Cosmic Force, or Legends Look Back, you'll have a playlist for each one of those shows, including like Cantina of Comics and uh, Star Wars Archives, um, a lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we have on there. So there's a, there's a lot more playlists than just the, the live shows. But we are doing a different a different kind of mashup on the show. So we'll have uh, some smaller form factor um, videos for you to watch. And we'll do it. You'll see whenever you look at the main page, it's all a like between five minute and fifteen minute videos, just so you can get you can get your Star Wars a little quicker, especially from the Utini side. Perfect. Yeah, and like Wes said, you know we're trying this out to make the main page a little easier for folks to navigate. If you got friends that you've been trying to get into the Utini channel, one thank you. That's the way we grow. Uh, it's a lot easier to send folks like a five minute compilation, maybe a ten minute thing, than maybe one of our full podcasts right off the bat. So we hope you enjoyed that, and of course, hit that playlist tab to find everything we've ever done. We're not deleting videos, we're not getting rid of anything, we're just making it a little easier for you, the users. We should just now, selectively edit all the videos, so like we can change subtle things, like for the way it was you know, supposed to be, you know, that we just oh, limited like by editing? the technology Wait, of our editing time. editing in post? Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh, you know, edit this you know, podcast. Like, just like kind of... Put in like a, a whole extra scene, you know. Maybe we'll like CGI mm-hmm. rock in the background Ooh. behind me. That'd be good, I think. <laughs> That'd personally. be great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we could change Charles's face completely. Yeah, it's a good um, idea. And we have ADR we shows? have editors. Yeah, we have our editors go and they add they add graphics and stuff to the to the little fifteen minute clip shows. So they're they're a lot more they're a lot more interactive than what you see here. <laughs> yeah. we try. I we try. I love it. I'm excited for this evolution. Uh, before we go any further, though. I want to say a quick thank you to everyone who has checked out our celebration panel on YouTube thus far. Uh, we've gotten a healthy amount of, of views on it and a lot of good feedback, and people have been very kind. So just on a personal note, uh, it was very fun, obviously, to do that at Star Wars Celebration and to post it. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to the Utini YouTube channel or now all the podcast platforms uh, have the audio version. So we hope you're able to enjoy that. Thank you again for that support. Um uh, <laughs> But I gotta say, <laughs> that chat comment is one of the most beautiful a- use of emojis I've ever Alan, seen. Alan, that's incredible. <laughs> well done. If you want to know what that's like, go to YouTube and check out the live feed. Alan, that's amazing. Um, I got a question for you guys, Charles. I have a question for you. Um, What's up? You you like things, right? Some things, not Generally? all things, but yeah. some things. And if you like a thing, you would want people to know about the thing you like, so they could like it, right? Yeah. Is that so? Join the so club. Y- yeah, exactly. Join the club. I got to say, 
So if you liked, say, a podcast or, say, like a video, you would want to do something that showed people you enjoyed it so they could be like, oh, my gosh, Charles, my doctor friend, whom I trust, liked this thing. This makes sense, right? I would. Awesome. So if you're like Charles and a smart person that likes things, um, or if you feel bad that I'm doing this in the middle of a tornado warning, make sure... To like this video, and you know what? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you haven't yet. It helps people like Charles's friends find the podcast. Tell them what you like about it. Uh, we haven't done a solid, a good long plug on that in a while, and That's I haven't awful. talked to Charles in a while. Awful. I hated it. Char- Corey. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Corey, you try it. You try now, Corey. Listen, a, Your turn. Put a rock back there. I want a rock in that blank space on my wall. Put a CGI rock right there. Featuring Geode. Oh, man. Awesome. Well, thanks to all of you that have done that in the past, obviously. Uh, it does help people legitimately find the show. Uh, additionally... If you're looking forward to things on The Living Force, we want to give you the heads up now. Uh, next to me, I have a couple lovely books, including Shadow of the Sith, which comes out in two weeks, but also Star Wars Brotherhood. And our roundtable on that book is going to be next week, June 20th, part one of our roundtable going over the book, the characters, the plot points, the Easter eggs. You know them. You love them. We love doing them. Uh, so I want to give you all a heads up. You got seven days to finish the book if you want to hang out live or if you're listening to your aud- in the audio. I guess you also have seven days from when the audio comes out. You have seven days uh, till we start talking about Brotherhood in a full spoiler way. Uh, if you want to check out our review, uh, our friend Caroline did a video, a review of Brotherhood when that came out. Or you can check out my written review on utini.com for a little, you know, a little bit of early access into what we thought of Brotherhood. All right. Now I want to say thank you to our lovely, lovely, frankly, very physically attractive <laughs> Patreon community. I'll say it. I just know it. Um, and I want to say a very special thank you to Tim Costello, who became a monthly patron this past week. Uh, thank you so much for helping us out over at patreon.com slash utini. I also wanted to give a little shout out to the Patreon itself because we got some new content this week. We got a couple videos, including a behind the scenes of Jared getting his tattoo at Celebration. Uh, if you're all fans of Legends Look Back, you got to hear Jared talk about it a little bit. Uh, but Jared got his first ever tattoo uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You haven't seen it yet. But head over to Patreon. That is available for folks of all tiers. And all of our patrons at all tiers are going to get all of the celebration behind-the-scenes content that we do. We were very big about celebration being an inclusive thing for a lot of folks. Um, so if all of our patrons get to have access to that. And then if you're an even higher-level patron and you're listening to things like the Ghost Crew on a higher tier, uh, I did a, a first Lego build on camera this week. I did a very short little time-lapse. Of me building the N1 Lego Starfighter, which is actually behind me. I didn't put that on my on my table this week. See, tornado. I, I'm I'm shaking, guys. I'm off my game. <laughs> I'm doing horrible segues. Uh, but I put a little behind the scenes video of me building that. So if you're interested in you know a little more short form behind the scenes content, we're trying to show our patrons kind of who we are on the daily basis. So I hope you enjoy that. If you like more about that, I mean, tell us, let us know, and we're happy to make more of it for you. And of course, look towards our next Patreon goal which is our Utini Network Multiverse Infinities <laughs> event, where all the hosts will switch shows, but that's at the next tier. All right. Next up. Next, next up. Guys, a lot a lot of intro this week. Uh, we actually don't have a Star Wars Weekly Roundup because there's not been a lot of news. Um, in the post-celebration haze, everyone's kind of just been breathing for a bit, which is fine. 
I think we're okay only watching Obi-Wan Kenobi every week and still reading the books every week. But I did want to tell you guys, like I said earlier, that Adam Christopher's Shadow with a Sith will be coming out June 28th. The review embargo, however, is up tomorrow, June 14th. Now, if you know us here at Utini, we give out the reviews on the day of release. Uh, just as a company, we like that better. Uh, it feels less rushed, and we kind of get to, get, you know, be part of the hubbub of release day, both video and written. However, if you're interested in the book, just a heads up, if you're on the social internet, that embargo does release tomorrow. If you want to see what some people are thinking about it, I may give some preliminary thoughts. I'm almost, I'm almost done. I'm <laughs> almost done with it. I have, like, 80 pages. Uh <laughs> But look forward to that, and of course, get those pre-orders in for that on June 28th, and Padawan on July 26th. Um, fellas, I want to get I want to get a general feel of the room here with the three of you. Um, obviously, we got Brotherhood coming next week. We've all read it. We're very excited. Uh, how are you feeling on Shadow of the Sith? This is our first, you know, older Master Luke story, and it promises to be a little darker. Like I, I've not told these guys anything about the book myself. Yeah. Um. Where's your hype level at right high. now? It's high. I've heard as long as all hell, right? It's huge. 463 pages. Ooh, oh, my like, gosh. Wow. That's like one of the biggest canon books that exist, right? That's got to go toe-to-toe with uh, the what's the Thrawn book? That's Lesser Evil. It's slightly shorter, but yeah. slightly. <clears throat> that's huge. I think, I mean, we haven't had a book that, I mean, typically goes directly with Sith you, you would think that the whole book is not the whole book, but most of it, it has to do with the Sith lore and, um, and the dark side and dark side energy. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had that since, well, for me, I guess since Bane, or I mean, I can't think of a canon book um, outside of maybe uh, the Darth Maul. Well, Dar- that Darth Maul book is, um, <clears throat> isn't canon. It's legends, right? Like Darth Maul yeah. lockdown. Yeah. And then there's, All um, legends. damn. I can't think of one. I'm ready for? So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I'm ready for the uh, the dagger to be explained in a way that <laughs> makes that make a little more sense in the movies because I know that's been like a loud, obnoxious complaint. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's in there, right? It's got to be in there. Well, I guess you can't talk about it yet. I can't talk about it yet, but I will say, Damn it, Corey, you said tomorrow. Yes, I will yes, say, yes. here's the glorious <laughs> the glorious cover, right? It is uh, nice. Of Shadow of the Sith is nice. Here's the spine, and then dance. I I, I will not talk about the two book. Hands. I will not talk about the contents of the book, but Corey, I will show you the back cover. Mm. Oh, oh, the so it's not yeah. going to be in there. Because yeah. Ochi of Bestoon holding the dagger. Yeah. Um, it's a nice bookmark. Well, yes. well, we knew it. We knew it was going to be about Ochi of Bestoon, and they highly advertised that. And you know, this, yeah. is, this is the Lando and Luke go hunt for him and find his whatever he did, right? Like this, they're tracking down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I figured it would have the dagger in it. So that's what I'm most excited for. So one piece of lore that I assume, no spoilers, I assume we'll get explained and then i will have an obnoxious retort when annoying people try to tell me that, that was yeah! stupid films that's what yeah. we like well, did you read the book that's right <laughs> also speaking that's why Justin i read the does books say, for comebacks <laughs> that's exactly the only reason why we do this it's all for the you know for the reputation uh justin did say in the chat he likes most of the excerpts but don't want to get too hyped i like that managing your expectations uh, I did want to mention that there was a second excerpt, maybe the third by this point, uh, released on IGN this past week. So I know a lot of folks avoid those uh, this close to release because you just want to read the book. <clears throat> but if you want a little more of that, go to IGN. And by request of Stephanie in the chat, I did grab Lesser Evil. And I'm going to show these side by side. Lifting both of these at once is, is not easy, y'all. Don't hurt so, yourself. A little thick. Lesser Evil, if you can see, is a little thicker. Oh, yeah. 
Just a hair. Um, yeah. Both yeah. black and red, though. They actually do make a nice, nicely yeah, aesthetic do. combo here. Um, mm. So Lesser Evil, yeah, I think hit over the 500 page mark, right? Do we I'm know gonna... how long the audiobook is? Wes, you're the audiobook guy sometimes. Mm. Um, 400 pages is probably 14 hours. Probably mm. something like that. 14 hours, maybe? Yeah. Dang. C- can you crack a walnut with that, Eric? Oh, oh that's, absolutely. That's really how you can gauge and, and whether that thing is If I, if I get all the height up, you know? <laughs> Yeah, oh, so, man. oh, no. Yeah, oh, it'll definitely be great. It, it'll be fun to talk about. Um, get that pre-order in. And then, of course, also pre-order Padawan for all your Obi-Wan goodness, which is coming out in July. We had that little, uh, what'd you call it, a it's break, Obi-Wan guys? Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Obi-Wan year. A little break between Cele- Brotherhood and Shadow of the Sith. Didn't feel like it, um, no. but we're back to about <sighs> one book a month now, which is lovely. I'm very excited. We're getting into this. You know, Princess and the Scoundrels coming up in a couple months. Right. We get some romance. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles, how you doing? Thinking about all these book round tail. I'm like, I'm okay? like, good stress. I'm stressed. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot of, lot of stuff going on outside of these books too. But, uh, but it's good stress. Yeah. But hey, luckily, <laughs> it's gonna come right around the time that you get, you have a little bit of time off finally uh, to read these books. And not, you're gonna go to the beach every day. What are we lying about? But yes, I am. <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy to y'all to get to read these again. Make sure you stay tuned to the Utini release schedule, the most accurate Star Wars book release schedule on the internet. Whenever any kind of leak comes out that talks about a new date, once we get a, a nice double confirmation, uh, we always put that on there. So, like, the new Convergence release date by Zerata Cordova, the High Republic book that got pushed, we had it on there pretty immediately. Um, so whenever you see a date on there, it's going to be as accurate as possible. And make sure you get those books on release date. Also, Wes, you get a gold star and a cookie because Matt in the chat says audiobook 14 hours according to audio- Audible. You nailed it. You ah! nailed it. You listen wow. to audiobooks, wow. bro? That's impressive. Ah, you know, once audiobooks twice. on the way to work, dude? <laughs> um, I, I love our dumb the little Astros, inside jokes. Dude? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of dumb little jokes, guys, it's time to talk about a movie. We're going to jump right into it because we got obviously a lot to talk about. A lot that we could uh, really just chat about this week. Originally, full dis- full disclosure, uh, this was going to be the beginning of our Brotherhood Roundtable this week. But with the celebration, with the everything that happened, we decided, you know what? Let's uh, let's chat about Attack of the Clones. You know, you know what? Let's, let's me, bring, it, bring it in here. Bring it in here. Let me, let me talk to the people here. Because Attack of the Clones, not only is it interesting because it has a 20th anniversary this year. Made us all feel old. Made us all realize that time is marching ever onward. Just like the droids into the Geonosian arena. You can't stop it and it's going to be bad. But. (laughs) (laughs) That's the onslaught of time. That's what aging is. But it's been interesting because I think. After our Phantom Menace retrospective. Back in the early days of this podcast. Like the first ten episodes. We really had a nice feel of how that movie had evolved over 20 years. And us on this show kind of being in the target demographic, we got to witness what it was like being a younger viewer watching that, growing into the guys that thought it wasn't as cool, and then kind of see the renaissance. And I would even argue that Attack of the Clones has had that same experience almost on a bigger scale. So tonight I want to go back in time, kind of chat about how we first saw the film, what we thought about it, and then in honor of the anniversary, coming to the modern day. How is the renaissance of the prequels affected us? What do we love more now? And you knew it was coming. 
What books have we read that have affected our love of the movie? And if you want to read books on Attack of the Clones, what can you read? So, guys, let's start at the beginning of it. Let's go nice and simple. How did you first see Attack of the Clones? How many times did you see it? And who did you see it with, if you can remember? Charles, start with you. It's a good question. Uh, I mean, I know I, I didn't make it to like the midnight release, but I, it would have been in the first couple of days with my dad always. I've seen ever since The Phantom Menace, I, I have seen every release with my dad. The vast majority of those, uh, my first showing was with, was with my dad. So I know it was that. Um, and how many times did I see I probably only saw it in theater. I'm going to say it was probably twice, three times at the most. Mm-hmm. It's not something I did as much when I was younger. Nowadays, now that I have my own money in my own car, <laughs> uh, I went to see TFA seven times in theaters. So, you know, that's, yeah! that's what I would have done back then if I, if I didn't have to ride my bicycle to the theater. <laughs> After your paper route. Yeah. Man, oh, what man. a time when it's like, I think I saw it opening weekend. I don't know. When, when we had the luxury of just like, oh, yeah, sometime versus like, if you don't see it at 7 p.m. on a Thursday night oh, before it opens, you're going to find out who dies. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's how it is. I know. It was totally different. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what about you? Were you also riding your little bicycle with the baseball card and the peg and oh, the yeah. wheel over to see Pretty the much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ching, ching. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. All the rich people had bells on their bikes, Wes. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> streamers Wait. in a Way to show your privilege, Wes, you <laughs> I know, bell-wearing Jesus. bike rider. Listen, man, uh, you guys know that uh, uh, Attack of the Clones is my nostalgic Star Wars film. Like, this is, yeah. like, the one yeah. that I, you know, have the most emotional relationship with. I think I like it better than uh, Phantom Menace, I would go as far to say, which is funny. I think everybody else here is opposite of that. Um, I saw this one twice, and it was the first film ever that I had ever seen more than once in the theaters. I saw wow. it twice, and... Uh, yeah, I loved this movie. Um, this was the, I think, Phantom Menace. I don't think I was like a like a real hardcore Star Wars fan yet by that time, like when Phantom Menace came out. Like, I think I was. I mean, I remember seeing it, but like, I don't think it, I don't think I got it as a kid. And because, I probably only saw it one time, and like, and then I didn't see it on like VHS over and over again until I was a little older. So like, I don't know, but I understood uh, what was going on in Attack of the Clones. And it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And the clones and Jango Fed and Obi-Wan and Anakin <laughs> yeah. and lightsabers and Yoda. I mean, it's just a lot to love as a child in that, in this film. So I loved this one, man. When I, when, when they, when they told us it was going to be the, uh, this was like the anniversary of Attack of the Clones for celebration. I was really excited. That's, ah, uh, I love, I love thinking of you in that moment too. Like being, being at that age, watching that thing, even though like you said, you're not the biggest fan at the time. Understanding the magic of it is so specific. Yeah. And, and, and Wes, I want to hear your story as well. But also, Wes, I want you to start, though, in the chat. I want you to read what Stephen Naroki just put in the chat because one of the most impressive things I've ever read in my entire life. Stephen Naroki says, Ha ha! I saw Attack of the Clones four times the first day at the same theater. And not like four times in a row, four different trips to the theater. So you went <laughs> once... And you went home. Man, I got to see I'm that again. you bought another ticket <laughs> yeah. and said, that was pretty good. I forgot what happened in the beginning, though. <laughs> and I went back for the third time. Fell asleep kind of in the beginning, in the middle, because you'd already seen it twice. But then you wanted to see the Battle of Geonosis again. So you went back and you watched it a fourth time. That's I hope amazing. you got popcorn 
every time he went to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and yeah. kept the same bucket so you didn't have to buy four popcorns. When I was a kid, up, please, I, 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 I saw three movies in a day <laughs> once, and I got the popcorn bucket, and I went outside, but it was raining, so it was all destroyed. And I would, and by the third show, I brought it in. It's like half a bucket. I'm like, can I have a free refill? They're like, God damn it. And this gave me a new bucket. They're like, come on, kid. Uh, Listen, this, this chat is on fire right now. Jared yes. said episode two is the only one I didn't see in theaters. His dad busted up a movie pirating ring at a local college and brought a confiscated bootleg VHS home. That's the most Attack of the Clones thing I've ever heard. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, there, there's definitely a, a shop on the lower levels of Coruscant that sold bootleg VHSs of Attack of the Clones. Like, you can sure. find them in-universe. Uh, but all right, Wes. So... Did you see it four times? Did you see it no times? Ooh, I got to tell you, I don't even remember watching this movie wow. the first time. Wow. I don't remember at all. No memory whatsoever? I remember specifically watching episode three because that was a big turning point in my Star Wars career sure. here. But episode two, I do not remember. It had to be on like on regular DVD, which is blasphemy now, I guess. But um, how old were you when episode two yeah. came out? Too that you might have been like the age where it wouldn't have hit well. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So I was, I was probably eighteen. Yeah, when it came out. Yes. If 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 eighteen yeah. year old Corey walked out of Attack of the Clones, I would have said that he was trash. It's garbage. I am part of the <laughs> fandom menace. That's what I would have said. Probably. <laughs> but here's the thing: Attack of the Clones was my favorite Star Wars movie for so long up until. Um, the Force Awakens came out, and I got introduced to Ray. Mm. But like Attack of the Clones was my favorite over all of them too. because oh, wow. just because mm. of all the Jedi fighting for the first time with their lightsabers, I hadn't seen anything like that before, and um, so I was just like, "This is the that's the part of the movie that I like the best." And then it caught my fascination with Master Sifo-Dyas. Who the hell is that yeah. guy? I, lo- like, I that love guy? that you're the Sifo-Dyas guy. Like it <laughs> is such, such a great thing. I'm a character born out of a typo. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and I so I I am similar. I think in the way that I don't 100 percent remember how many times I saw it, but I do remember I saw it at least once because the Yoda lightsaber scene was very formative for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, Yoda has a lightsaber, and I remember it was the coolest thing in the world to me at the time, and it's still one of my favorite Star Wars scenes at, at all. I think that little reveal there, anything with Yoda was still so interesting. Because I was a fan um, of Star Wars as a kid, definitely. And I think that, you know, watching the VHS tapes before this, I got pretty into it, but still wasn't quite, like, obsessed, obsessed. And then I remember thinking as a kid, there were the old Star Wars movies, and then there were the fun Star Wars movies. Mm. And Attack of the Clones was a fun one. I was like, oh, how does... I I could not conceive that anyone thought that New Hope Empire was better than Attack of the Clones. I'm like, like, there's no way. It just didn't make sense, which shows how perfectly George made them. Because I was literally, uh, based on the month, I was nine years old. Yeah. No, I was ten. I was ten years old when Attack of the Clones came out. It was perfect. And I had a great time. And then that was one of those that it was the first one I got on DVD because I had Phantom Menace on VHS. And I got the the full screen DVD because I didn't like the widescreen DVDs, which I... Come on, we all make mistakes when we're younger. Um, <laughs> no, I loved it. I thought that yeah, the action fit. scenes were great. I thought Anakin was the best. Like, it was great. I think, I think Attack of the Clones, like, taught me how to play with Legos. Like, as, oh, like, with, with yeah. like, battles and stuff with Star Wars. Because, like, there was so much to love as a kid. And all, so much combat, interesting combat, and all yeah. that stuff. You know, my, uh, my, 
my bad Star Wars opinion that I still kind of even retain to this day that I acknowledge is like a toxic Star Wars opinion is I still kind of hate the fight with Yoda. That is still... I don't like it. I Uh-oh. never have. have I our, didn't our like birds. it as a child. Yeah, even when it happened as a kid, I was like, this is not the Yoda that I know. Like, even as a little kid, I remember seeing that. Like, everybody in the in the theater was, like, freaking out and thought it was really, really cool. But I, I remember, like, specifically not liking it. And I still don't love it. But so many people you meet are like, that's the best part of the film. No. Yeah. That's not me, man. I that's do my... remember there being, like, a ripple through the crowd. That I have, like, little flashes that I can still remember seeing. And that was definitely a moment in my theater when Yoda drops the cane and pulls out that saber. It's so cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, all the dancing around and stuff. I don't know. I just, I just didn't love it. I never did. I st- and I still don't think I, I love it to be honest. Hashtag not my Yoda, basically. Is that? What? What? Fandom has to be able to put this out and like put this on the internet that I am part of that now. Well, he has to be agile. He's not tall enough. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Like you, Corey, that's not, that's how you would fight. Yeah. You do your dump, <laughs> jumping and flipping around. Shut the hell <laughs> off. Oh they my god. D&D? Short king. The number tonight. of people that came up to me at Star Wars Celebration and said. I can't believe how tall you are is He's not lying. cool. He's it's lying. really not cool. No, that happened nope. multiple times. There were multiple people that recognized me and Eric and Wes uh, from, from the living force. And more than one of them, maybe two, maybe three, all had short jokes to me. And it was great. I just want to well, say. Other than on the note of, of the scene that you didn't like as much, let's, let's stay in our, in our younger minds as of right now. And I, I want to know guys, what was, what were some of your favorite parts that, that we haven't mentioned yet? Because we're already mentioning a ton of scenes. And, and as we will, we'll probably mention the whole freaking movie by the end of this episode. Uh, what were some of Jacob your favorite it. scenes? Jacob Fett! Yeah. Yes. Oh, which one? <laughs> which, which part? Which one specifically? Which the introduction. Everything with Jango Fett is phenomenal. The introduction of Jango Fett yeah. uh, with that cool little halt with like, they're in their little apartment and... Uh, he looks at he looks at Boba and he says Uded Sui and then he goes and he goes and closes the closet with the armor and, yeah. and it shows the armor and you're like oh shit this is gonna be the guy and then immediately following that there's the 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 rainfall fight like yes. that entire scene being in a giant torrential downpour is phenomenal I love the boots squeaking on the on the on the metal as he's like trying to fall, mm-hmm. like trying to fall. Mm-hmm. I love his Batman thing that comes out of his arm yeah. and he catches it. Like okay, yeah, thank you. Just Batman. Scene. It, it, yes, it, it this is. entire scene is phenomenal, dude. This is, in my opinion, the best scene in this entire movie. Dude, I certain, loved this certain fight. shots too, like that are <sighs> I feel like ahead of their time. It's impressive that some of these things were done in what two thousand one. Yes. I mean, this. this shot of right before this of Obi Wan reaching for the saber or trying to force pull the saber. And he gets yanked away by the yeah. line. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it. my God. Justin Fett saying, was so cool. Django Fett, though, according to Justin Corey, is the worst bounty hunter who started a bounty hunter pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Justin. He does go out like a punk. He does. Go he, out does like- he does. He gets his ass kicked. But I love yeah. Django Fett. As a kid, that was, the, that was like the armor that I fantasized about growing up. Yeah, like, same, about actually. About creating, same. growing up. Like, like, when I'm older and I have a bunch yeah. of money, I'm going to buy me a set of real Django Fett armor. Like, that yep. was me. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought Django Fett's armor has always been cooler than Boba's. Me. Oh yeah, and I think it's because of the age. Far, it's sleeker and more form fitting, and blue, like, the color scheme blue. is better. The blue and silver is badass. Yeah. I always loved it. All right, love that. Uh, Wes, how about you? So Corey jumped in with a very good choice. Uh, what's another one of your favorite scenes from this movie from the time you watched it as a younger man? <sighs> favorite scene in the movie? It's probably when they 
they walk down in Coruscant to the bar, and yes. Obi-Wan goes for a drink. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> What's the name of that club? I forget it, but what do y'all it's know? The Outlander Club. Outlander, Outlander, thank club. you. The Outlander Club. I, Cameos oh, from so Ahmed cool. Best and yep. uh, Anthony Daniels. Uh, Anthony Daniels in that scene. Did you Fantastic. guys know about how they got roles in there and face roles? So this was uh, Anthony Daniels told the story at Celebration, I believe it was. And so here you go. For all y'all that weren't at Celebration, I believe this was when he was on the live stage with Anthony Carboni. Anthony Daniels said he was on set one day and um, Ahmed Best had asked George Lucas, hey, can I can I have a face role? And George was like, "Eh, check with costuming. So he went there and Anthony Daniels was like, well, if Ahmed's going, then I'll go. So the two of them went to costuming. And they just found costumes, and Anthony Daniels, the the, the regular soldier outfit, uh, didn't work with the neck. So the only one they had had, like, a bunch of, like, medals and stuff. So his character is super high-ranking only because it didn't fit around his neck <laughs> because of the costuming. Wow. So that's how they got – they just asked George and wandered to the costume department and just grabbed costumes. That's fantastic. Must be nice. I love that. Movie. I love that. I didn't realize that. I think it was uh, like it was last year I think I recognized both of their cameos. And I told you guys. I think I screenshot and put it in Slack. I was like, did you guys know that Ahmed Best and Anthony Daniels were in this? And it, there were a lot of people that were like, holy shit, I've never seen that before. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Outlander Club, so solid. Yep, there's, there's Ahmed. Ahmed Best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Super solid choice. Um, all right, Charles. What about you, man? We, we're, we're getting a lot. As young Charles, what did you love? I know that I loved. This is gonna at first. It's gonna sound bad. I love the arena, but not when all the clones and all the Jedi and all the droids descended. I'm talking against the three beasts. I loved yes! that with the, the Nexu yeah. and the, the Acklay and the Nexu and the. Oh, yes. it's so good. I mean, that's a solid actual, number two for me, Charles. Yeah, yes. like the actual... A solid number two. <laughs> so it was that good. That's from Phantom Menace. Oh, that's from no. Phantom Menace. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, man. The closest yes. to 30, the less of those I have, if you know what and, I mean. That's and right. let me tell you, it was a formative moment for me. Well, there are a few formative moments in this arena. We'll get to that, what. Charles. We'll get but, to those. But I do want to say, when Obi-Wan stabs the Acklay... Uh, with his cool little flourish and his and his mullet kind of goes forward a little bit, goes yeah, in his yeah, face. Yeah. God, that is burned into my eight-year-old brain. <laughs> also, Justin started it in the chat. Team Reek, Team Nexu, Team Ackley, show your love for your beast. I am Team Nexu myself. Um, when I, I was a kid, why. I was Team Reek, um, but I love I love the kitty. <laughs> Tell us who you loved. Um, gosh, all such great picks. I'm gonna go. To another one that I really loved as a kid, uh, it's it's the speeder chase from the from the beginning. I mean, Anakin and Obi Wan yeah. in that speeder oh, yeah. in the streets at Coruscant. I mean, come on! I'm yeah. ten years old. I'm sitting in a theater. Star Wars is back, and there's a freaking car chase with a shape shifting alien, and Anakin is a lightsaber going through the yeah, windshield dude. like. That so whole badass. thing Listen, the, is so fun. The sound design and the uh, and the music in this scene is, in my opinion, some of the best in all of Star Wars. I mean, can you just hear the drums? The I mean, you hear that? Like, yes. Like it was so. And then, and then there are all these like speeder sounds, like wow, like in the background that goes along with the music. It was so good, so good. I love this so much. And this none of it's scene. real. 
Like I, I feel like now it's we all like, green none screen. Of this Hold on a second. Hold on a second. None of it's okay. Sorry, real, you and McGregor. Dude. You and McGregor. Real. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> most of the time. So, oh, man. all these amazing scenes yeah. when we were younger. I love all these so far. Oh my god, <clears throat> it's bringing back such great memories of being in that theater as a kid. But then, of course, just just briefly, I do want to just touch on. The, the kind of more negative journey this film had for a while, especially yeah. like 2002, let's say to 2011, really. I think that decade mm-hmm. was pretty rough. And without like obviously shaming any crap or doing any of that, like why do we think that this one, I think even more than Phantom mm-hmm. Menace and certainly more than Adventures of Sith, this one really took a lot of hits from the popular crowd to the point where like I think this experience really turned a lot of the actors away. Yeah, um, from Star Wars so. until the modern years. What do you think was really responsible for a lot of that? In like the I, think it's just, I think it's dialogue, mostly dialogue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any problem with the story. Is there? I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't see this without looking through rose-colored glasses at this age. But like, right. is there anything else wrong with this film besides the dialogue? Because I mean, let's, let's be clear, plot is actually really so. impressive. Yeah, like, I think it's really good. The whole yeah. rise to power yeah. thing is really good. Like, I mean, but. Let's be real. The dialogue at times is like zero out of ten. I mean, it's and, it, and it's the romance dialogue in particular, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I the think... relationship ideal, like this, is the love story that destroyed the galaxy <clears throat> for a while because it was so good, and that level that you have to be at works retroactively, which we'll talk about in the prequel Renaissance, like how we've had to like mentally make it work because oh, he's yeah. a, he's a teenager, but when you're when you're built off of I love you, I know. Mm-hmm. For your romance dialogue, there is no getting romance. the Naboo I mean, that's, that's, that's scenes. That's as much as yeah. it is. There's, there's a couple of little hot scenes between like Leia and Han. That's about all you get, right? And right. you know, and then this put romance in for the first time, and it was Ooh. cringy, right? And and kind of bad at times. And I don't know, you know, I don't know necessarily. We should be pointing fingers at anybody in, in particular, but you know, I think George in, has admitted multiple times he doesn't consider himself a character actor. Right? I mean, a character director, a dialogue mm-hmm. director, like. Oh yeah, he right. doesn't like directing. He said it many times. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, I certainly don't think that this movie like deserves the, the amount of hate that it got. I mean, we watched this together not that long ago, right? I mean, um, yeah. we, we did our Patreon we event a couple weeks ago, a yeah. couple months back, and we watched this. And I remember uh, talking at the end of it of like, this movie doesn't have nearly as many bad scenes as I thought it was going to have. We yeah. we were we were talking about like because we were yeah. having some drinks and stuff. We were talking about how like. We were going to make fun of the fun scenes because we're just all kind of hanging out and stuff. We all love it, obviously. Like, making fun in jest, like, because we love it so much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and there wasn't that much. There, was, there weren't that many scenes. There's like, there's, like, less than five. Like, less than five collective scenes in which there is a series of bad dialogue all back to back. Like, that's kind of yeah. it. Like, and they're yeah. all short. Also, and, I mean, we all... <laughs> There's always the one scene where Padme falls out of the, yeah. the, the starship. Yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the other scene yeah. that's funny. Where she, and and Corey, Corey can't keep a straight face ever. I can't. It makes me laugh. I've ever watched so, so much. Yeah. And a lot There's of people. So much. This movie is like our little brother, right? It's like we could make fun of him, but if somebody else <laughs> makes fun you. of him. Yes. We're, we're not we're not making, we're not, like, I don't know. Like, when we look at this stuff and like we make fun of it, I'm not making fun of it because it's it's bad and I hate it. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah, no, though. it's like, oh, that was kind of silly, wasn't it? It was funny. Like, it's funny. Yeah. Like, I, I can almost see it in canon universe, though. Like, Anakin is funny that he's so cringy. Like, come yeah. on, dude. That's the best thing you could have said. I don't yeah. say, like, come on, George, couldn't you have written that line a little better? I don't think like that. I'm like, right. why did Anakin say that, you 
cringy little horny 15-year-old boy or whatever <laughs> he is. Like, that's how I, I, I don't it. know that you'd come up with something any better. On the spot, Corey, what would you say? What? When? If Natalie <laughs> exactly. Portman looks you in the if eye Natalie and Portman, is like, hey, what's up? I'd be I like, can't. Listen, I, am, like, I hey, cannot I speak. All right? I, my voice for you. is gone. Right? There is no... Bonk. Bonks. That's what it is. I will say also, our our chat is on fire right now. Y'all are, I love these conversations that are going. Two things that have really hit me right now. uh, Jared had a great point saying, I think George was a visionary with the whole Shakespearean tragedy of the prequels, which I agree. I think that's exactly what it is. But you kind of have to take the whole trilogy to get the big picture of it. I agree with that. And also, Justin says that there's a quote where George Lucas says he treats dialogue as sound effects. And oh my God, does that make sense for a guy who loves like car chases and all these things like it's so good and so fun and i just i I think it all makes a lot of sense and i think you're right that a lot of people really got to harp on it and also the 2002 to 2010 boom was really when a lot of like you know parts of the internet were enhancing toxicity they're really embracing it and getting clicks off of it and loving it and i think there's no accident that like red letter media and all these guys were really like going for it so yeah, it sucks absolutely. that it got caught up in the in the crossfire of that. But that brought us to the prequel renaissance, the prequel sons of the last honestly five to ten years. <clears throat> I would say has been really big, and I mean, we we saw it really. I think most importantly at the Phantom Menace twentieth, but Attack of the Clones these last two years especially really seems to have gotten a lot of love. I mean, merchandise wise, mm-hmm. official tweets, fans like. It really seems to be growing a lot, and even our personal estimations. Like, how has your personal love for the Attack of the Clones changed in the last five years than maybe it was when we were like eighteen, twenties, like trying to be a little cooler? Like, why are why are more people our age kind of flipping on it now? You gave me a lot of appreciation for the clones, the clones, yes. and basically how you they're patriotic in a sense, right? So they are. They are steadfast in their in their beliefs, and they will defend the republic. And I mean, their armor. I love the the clone troopers' armor more than I do a, the stormtroopers' oh, armor. Yeah. When I do the first yeah. order. You know why? Because like, it actually so works as yeah. armor. <laughs> it's not plastic. Know, I've told you. I've told this fact on this show before, and you guys have probably heard me say it a thousand times. But you know, there was never a real set of production clone armor ever created. Every single clone you see in any. Any of the prequel films is CGI. Every single one. I forgot one. all of this. None of their armor is real. <laughs> yeah, that's like, ridiculous. Like the wow. first, it looks so yeah. real. It the looks first, the first, uh, all of it does. The first sets of armor were created by like the five hundred first like cosplayers and stuff. God, that's nuts. ILM baby. My gosh, oh, that's wow. crazy. That was crazy. That blew my mind because like that was the other set of armor that I wanted real bad <laughs> as a kid. I love oh, yeah. all the clone oh, yeah. armor. I remember having. I had a, one of those like Star Wars encyclopedia, the big giant books, and it had it had like a like a multi-page spread about the, you know, about the clone trooper armors and you had to like flip it, you know, like you're looking at like a old yeah, like yeah. playboy or something. You had to flip it and like hold it up. Like, up, like, Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They turned Corey, this, what are you looking at? Clone armor. It's clone armor. Clone armor. armor. Look at this. That's what, that's what it was like. That's what it was like. You had to hold yeah. it up. I yeah, loved it. Totally. It was so big. It was a huge two-page spread. And I remember like, I was going to make all the armor. I thought about that a lot as a kid. Yeah. Not I, Playboy, I think, obviously. Like, well, I, I guess I can see that this isn't real, but 
that's an overly stylized shot. But there's like, a, yeah. yeah, but there's there's a lot of talking points with clones where they're talk where like Commander Cody talks with Obi Wan yep. and his his yeah. armor is not real. He's wearing a green suit or something. Like, yeah, there's not a costume. Uh. They didn't use a single clone war, clone trooper costume in. Mm, uh, interesting. Which is nuts to me. Yeah. Anyway, and a, and a yeah. lot of a lot of the chat now, I, I completely agree. <clears throat> Talking about the aesthetic of episode two a lot too, and I think that as I've gotten older and I started to like look at things like you know film aesthetic and, and like thought a little more about like how this how a movie looks, like Attack of the Clones, especially for, for being freaking <clears throat> twenty years old. You're totally right. Some of those shots look like paintings, and now that we've seen a lot of the behind the scenes, like some of them are. Some of these are literally just painted, <clears throat> and yeah. also like the CGI backgrounds. Really do look great, and never. I never thought twice that Geonosis wasn't Geonosis. Mm. I never thought it was a blue screen set. It all just seemed like that, the that clone trooper. That doesn't look CGI. It looks no, pretty it looks dang great. Real. Yeah, I, I really enjoy. See, it. It, I, I will also say Attack of the Clones was the first film to give us uh, a large number of planets in a single film. Like we, yes, we totally. got uh, you know Phantom Menace. What we get? We got. Uh, Coruscant for a hot second. Tatooine and Naboo, right? But. Attack of the Clones, you get Geonosis, Tat- Tatooine, a lot of Coruscant. Yep, Naboo uh, as well. Naboo as well is in there. Is it only four? Is it only four? Is it only four? There was another one. Because I'm thinking... Oh, they, oh, oh Camino. Like, yeah, oh, Camino. Camino also. Yeah, Camino. 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 So, like, yeah. a whole Camino. other... Right, so, like, those planets <laughs> and, are all and very the Jedi temple. In the Jedi, the Jedi Temple, temple is and, almost its own planet on Coruscant. Because yeah, you get the true. temple, and then you also get the underground of Coruscant, which are, like, two different planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and Justin, like I said, one of the first movies to ever be shot on digital. Like, all the That's advancements true. in this are yeah. so cool. And I think that knowing that behind the scenes, and, of course, I mean, we've we've hinted at it, but the entirety of the Clone Wars happening. Like you said, Wes, you love the, the clones. Like, yeah, now that you've watched the Clone Wars show, mm-hmm. it it enhances Attack of the Clones yeah. so much. Yeah, Attack, the Clone Wars TV show has absolutely shaped episodes two and three yeah. like tremendously. Those are different films yeah. since that TV show has been created. Yeah, that had to have that <clears throat> gap to fill in that spot where I mean, there's a there's a big difference between episode two and three in like the experiences that Obi Wan and Anakin had together. You, I mean, they had. Anakin had some experiences between episodes two and three. He's a father in three, if we remember correctly. I'm just saying. Some of them baby makers. It's Mortis. I'm talking about Mortis, clearly. I'm not talking. Mortis, Coitus, it's the same thing. On that note, I mean, the beginning of a war is very fertile ground for storytelling. This is a great one. So, I mean, that's. That's right. uh, You can take it in so many directions. Don't ever say that again. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so dearly. Speaking of the storytelling, now I want to ask you guys again. So, So, as kids, obviously, we love so much. But now, as adults, based on all these things, there are other scenes, I think, that pop more. Um, like for me, I'm I'm gonna do one that might be a little surprising. Um, one of some of my favorite scenes now, without irony, are the Naboo scenes with Anakin and Padme. Like now that I'm older, I look at their relationship so differently because um, I think their love story is actually written so well in Clone Wars, and I also think in a lot of the books we've gotten, like it's looked so good. Those ones really, yeah. Like one Naboo is. Glorious. Naboo is an absolutely uh, amazing waterfalls, planet. Yeah. Like the most beautiful place to be sitting to have like lunch. Get yeah. Out of Hi. Here. I, they're like on the 
Niagara Falls, but not in like a horrible like wave pool. Yeah, I'm sitting in a meadow <laughs> with Natalie Portman looking at me with loving eyes while the waterfall's in the background, and no one's trying to kill me with a blaster. Like, of course you get a little tongue-tied now and then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, these these scenes, all of their love stories actually really become some of my favorite stuff to watch. <clears throat> Despite some of the dialogue not being the greatest, I, I really think... That things like that, and like Justin says, the deleted scenes now that we've watched, like there's a deleted scene of Anakin meeting Padme's parents, like all of that has kind of shaped my view of their love story and actually made that some of my favorite parts of the film, which I never expected. The Lost 20? What? That was a whole storyline that they cut? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Master yeah. Trennis, man. Um, what about you guys? What are, some, what are some of the scenes now that, whether it be because of extra content or whether it just be because you've gotten older what are some of the scenes that maybe weren't your favorite as a kid but now you legitimately look forward to whenever you watch attack of the clones that's a good question in all seriousness i'm gonna steal jared's answer from the chat dex's diner yeah <laughs> I, see, what do you know yeah. i mean like it's one of those yeah. it's one of those perfectly weird star wars scenes and it's nice to get to actually take a step back from all the over-the-top <laughs> action and With and all that mustache. stuff, and just get like an in-world, like real <laughs> moment in a diner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great that's a great scene. Um, other things that have shaped my understanding, like all the stuff with uh, with Zam Wessel, right? You get her, oh, as, and sure. she's such a a short character in this film doesn't last very long like she's you know only in the yeah. first couple of minutes of the of the movie and the bounty hunter game uh on an old playstation 2 you can actually get it now on ps5 you can download mm-hmm. it and play it it's like four bucks or something crazy like that and uh she's a huge part of that game and she's like legitimately like Django's partner like for a long time and like there's all these adventures and dialogue back and forth so like i can't see her as a character without thinking about all that and i haven't played that game in probably 15 years but like i just remember that that game made her cool so when i see her on screen i'm like oh she's cool you know what i mean it's not just it's not just she's this character that doesn't last very long like she has a a bit of a background with Django that i can kind of see in my mind's eye a little bit yeah, I was legitimately surprised at how much I played Zam Wessel in Lego Star Wars when I unlocked her. I'm like, hell yeah, Zam Wessel! And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's she's cool. I mean, she's a she's a badass. And to get that, like, you know, in a in a female character, especially like like in especially a, in 2002, right? Is this is still 2002. I mean, like, I know. And she was cool. And she was really cool in the game. And I really liked her in that. And really liked her in the movie. So I see all that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the other thing that I see totally different every single time is basically as soon as you meet the clones and you see a little bit of their, like they're all eating together and they're like, mm-hmm. they're in the little learning pod thing together. Like yep. all that hits yeah. differently since we have seen so much Clone Wars stuff and, yep. the and training rooms and the food, <laughs> the food fight and bad patch now. <clears throat> yeah. 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 That's a great exactly. answer. And one of the, one of the big ones for me is just to see Count Dooku as, great a swordsman as he is you actually get to see it now yeah whether it be against two jedi and he defeats both of them and then he goes up against master yoda i mean that is that that was one of the one of the ones that i was just like here we go and then i saw his lightsaber hold on a second like it's super cool. This is the so. this is the most Dooku heavy movie by far. I mean, he's only in like oh, two seconds. Oh, like, yeah. like one minute of I mean, this is the Dooku movie. Like, I mean, yeah. yes. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're playing with the lightsaber. Oh, right oh, oh my! Sure. Yes, Rex. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, look at him. Be careful with that thing. I know it's the long one too. Oh my god. <laughs> That's perfect. That was made for you, man. Yeah, no, Dooku is so is so fascinating in this movie. And come on, I can't even imagine how much cooler this will get. I mean, after listening to Dooku Jedi Lost, obviously, but then when we when Tales of the Jedi hits and we get those three shorts with Jedi Dooku, yeah. mm-hmm. like it's just gonna keep amplifying, amplifying, amplifying. Yeah. And he's using the force to grab stuff off the wall. He's not just like using a lightsaber yeah. and doing like his forgot what his um what his specialty was um but it was always with one hand behind his back yeah because i always played him in battle that's right very, very well and his pajamas He's so good <laughs> so good in battlefront uh, uh the, 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 i was gonna say the go. the uh, do, do you want to talk about books later eric i do books later in just a moment i want to hear charles's new favorite scene and then let's hit some books because there's a lot of great books that have enhanced this <laughs> my new favorite scene <laughs> Yeah, or, or rather one that maybe young Charles didn't quite appreciate as much, but now elderly Charles, aged Charles, um, actually thinks it's pretty dope. Let's see. Let's see. How about, how, I mean, we're talking about Dooku. How, how about just the fact that Dooku rides a swoop bike in this? Because, like, <laughs> he's already cool enough. Like, Christopher Lee is already cool enough, right? Rock yeah. operas and yes, all that he- good stuff. Saw the last beheading uh, of like via guillotine in france or something yeah Uh, Yeah. and now he's just riding a space motorcycle with a cape on (laughs) on the way to go fight yoda with a lightsaber i mean little moments like that i feel like you get an appreciation for once you've seen the movie enough times you know that damn there it is can we all can we all acknowledge how ridiculous it is that this gunship couldn't couldn't shoot them down? <laughs> hey man, just the force for a is second, wild. We're out of rockets, sir. All right, we'll just like you know follow him, I guess. <laughs> I love it. All right, but so go, yeah, just squish him with the you know the ship, bump into him or something. I don't know. <laughs> just smash, just yeah, ram him. It's like it's like burnout, Pit burnout maneuver. three Come on. back in the day. Yeah. All right, so. Yeah, love all these moments. We mentioned the Clone Wars. So, yeah, Corey, let's, let's go to books now. Because, obviously, the Clone Wars, especially in Legends, were expanded so much in books. And we're already starting to get a little more Clone Wars love. Uh, but how? What, what kind of books have either sculpted your idea? Or what kind of Clone Wars content that did you read that really helped you love this movie? Uh, you, you know, like, I was, I was looking at the timeline uh, a few minutes ago. And it, as crazy as it is, there really are not that many books that directly affect attack of the clones or mm-hmm. immediately follow it. I mean, there are some, there are a lot of, there's stuff that follows attack of the clones because it's like clone Wars stuff. Like notably right. like the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what was that series called? I had it pulled up a minute ago. It's the, uh, the clone trooper, the special forces, clone Republic Troopers. commando, Republic commando series. Yeah. That was yep. notably after really kind of during and after, but had nothing to do with really the events of uh, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I do have to say recently, Eric, I know we're going to talk about Brotherhood next week. Yeah. But Brotherhood is very Attack of the Clones-esque, in my opinion. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you want to get that. It's it's obviously between episodes two and three, as a lot of folks know. Um, but it really gets that beginning of the Clone Wars, which I feel like we... <laughs> we didn't really get before that book because a lot of these books that we're seeing on the screen right now in our attack of the clones collection 
take place like <clears throat> on the battlefield and and <clears throat> they're already generals and they already kind of know what's going on but brotherhood yeah. really kind of took it in a new way of hey what is this gonna be like what in yeah. the world are the clone wars gonna look like for us yeah you know for sure really get you more sure. of that attack of the clones level versus their more revenge of the sith anakin that i think we see in more of the show <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. of course, people already mentioned it in the chat. Um, the literal novelization by R.A. Salvatore. Um, very popular. Multiple covers, because a lot they all did that back then. Bring back multi-cover novelizations. They're very fun. Uh, but yeah, this one, R.A. Salvatore, obviously of, of a lot of <clears throat> Dungeons and Dragons books fame, like Dritzt, a lot of those really cool things, Forgotten Realms, fa fantasy writer, uh, wrote this novelization, as well as Vector Prime. Um, but earlier on in the chat, I forgot who mentioned it, but it's cool because this is, again, one of those novelizations that doesn't play with the dialogue like Revenge of the Sith does, necessarily, but still has a little bit of freedom to edit some of the cringier moments to make it more about the story straight up. And I think that's one of the cool things about it and why a lot of people liked it is that it is just the really good story. Like you said, Corey, this is just a good story. Like, the movie is actually just good straight up. Yeah. And this novelization, <clears throat> if y'all are interested on, you know, celebrating the 20th, I would highly recommend you to pick it up. You know, it's it's on utini.com with an affiliate, but it's also at, you know, most used bookstores. You're going to find a copy of this one somewhere. Um, mm. I'd highly recommend going through it because I think it could really make you revisit some of those scenes in a way if you're still having trouble with that. Because some people, you know, still have a little cringe with I'm a senator or the floating pear or what have you. Shout out to Alan <laughs> earlier with that emoji use. Um, but yeah, I thought that some, a lot of these books did some great work on that. Um, I would also argue that this is one of those movies that in the last couple of years, we've heard a lot more behind the scenes stories about. Like, especially as people like Ewan and Hayden are getting on press tours. I feel like we're hearing more <clears throat> about how much fun they had making it. And I don't know about you guys, but that kind of stuff really affects me when I watch something. And I know that everyone had fun. Yeah. Like, it kind of has started yeah. to shape my view. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I love watching those behind-the-scenes documentaries. And it, you, can't, you can't argue that people's hearts are not in it. Like, because everybody takes it really, really seriously. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, and not to steer away from the books. Do it. Is this the first time... Cinematic wise, we saw the plans for the Death Star. Uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. This in episode two, and this, and yeah. we also got to see all the, all the, um, I guess all the leaders of the, uh, of the trade, not the Trade Federation, Separatist. but the uh, Separatists. Separatists, yeah. yeah. So they were what, in that. Like they had the whole round table um, of them. And that guy, whoever that <laughs> this guy <laughs> or girl, we don't know. There's yeah. there's Watt there Watt Tambor. Watt Tambor. <laughs> Such a great character. You know, oh, he has to use the frequency. Nobody to knows fix what he's saying, voice. so they just look around. <laughs> the moons. There's this other Moon guy. with no nose. Yeah, there's another guy. <laughs> That's the bank clan representative. Yeah. I, I, I will say one of the things that I've actually really started to love about Attack of the Clones is just how much lore per minute it adds to Star Wars. Like the amount of species, oh, rich, dude. planets. Like you know, we didn't know what the separatist republic were. Right? Like, yes, yeah, I know. Like, like all this stuff with Sifo-Dyas was like barely touched on. That is an enormous story now. Right? But it so, had to, narratively, yeah. it had to shoulder a lot of the load to set Episode Three up to be as successful yeah. as it was. Exactly. 
Yes. Yeah, and really did. I think, guys, we've all ignored the most important contribution, which is the first time that Jimmy Smith's ever played Bail oh, Organa my. was oh, my. in episode <laughs> two. Uh, which actually, and, and this was mentioned in the chat earlier, I think the opening of episode two is criminally underrated. I think the visuals of the of Amidala's ship coming in with the N one starfighters oh, yeah. and they all turn upside down and the fog and, and, the, and the fog and then the explosion like it's all so awesome. But then of course they go into Palpatine's office and Bail Organa is just hanging out. His hair gets way better in three. It's a little it's a little wet. <laughs> It's a little wet in this movie. But I, but I think it's so much fun how many characters that now we've come to love. Like me with Bale and like other people with a lot of background characters. Like, look at this. Oh, no. Look at this crew. Look at Keati. <laughs> oh, no. We knew it now with Keati Mundi. We see, you know, all these guys hanging out. And, and I think one of the coolest things about this movie is just how many background characters we just know the name of that yeah. got introduced in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Kit Fisto's force push smile. I mean, he skyrocketed <laughs> to everybody's that, right? top of their list of Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie that just really packs in so much dense wise. That's why it's like the second longest film. You know, yes, it was in the chat. We, we get Dooku basically telling Obi-Wan that Palpatine's a Sith. And he's like, nah. Nah. Can't Sounds be. fake. Yep. And then we, we get the entire <laughs> romance of of Padme and Anakin and we and Padme really kind of gets to come into her own as a real hero in this film as well I think Natalie Portman's performance in, in a time where the dialogue did whatever the the performances kind of maybe went up and down per scene I think on the rewatch especially Natalie Portman is giving it all in this movie I think she aside from the fact that I was 10 years old and I saw Natalie Portman in a movie in all these outfits and was like she's perfect in every way <laughs> um like she she's not no one's winking at the camera. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think that that could be a danger yeah. in some movies like this. But everyone is actually playing it very straight. And they're actually yeah. all dedicating themselves to it. And I yeah. really love that part. Yeah, totally. Oh, God, this movie's fun. It is. It really is fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I mean, Attack of the Clones is like the fun one. It really is. Like, yes. <laughs> there's a lot to love. There's a lot to hate if you don't look that hard. But I think... I think Attack of the Clones is probably the movie that takes the most energy to appreciate. But if you can, if you can go into and objectively have a really good time watching this movie, like I think you understand what it means to be a Star Wars fan. Like I think yep. you understand like what it means to like be able to look past goofy movie stuff and just appreciate the lore for what it yeah. is and enjoy it. Don't and you, you can watch put... this and truly enjoy yeah. it? Dang Daniel it, Coleman! Fett shoots a dinosaur <laughs> with a blaster and does a cowboy thing, like. <laughs> it's amazing, and, and of course, if you we didn't even talk it. about Mace Windu. This, I saw somebody in the chat said this for the earlier that he got a purple lightsaber and his first Black Jedi we see, and yep. like I mean, I know he Very was true. in, uh, I know he was in Phantom Menace, but he's like kicks ass in this movie, man. Oh like, yeah, this is Mace as we've heard about him. Yeah, exactly. Like, the arena fight is such a giant moment for all of them, um, and I would be remiss to mention, obviously, uh, Wes put it so nicely in the chat or in the description. If you would like to read more books about Attack of the Clones, we do have an Attack of the Clones reading collection. Again, a lot of them are in Legends because, you know, we're still working our way through canon stuff Attack of the Clones. But they are great stories. So make sure to check the video description for our Attack of the Clones collection. Obviously, Brotherhood, we're going to chat a lot more about that next week uh, to make sure that you hear about that. I think I'm but also fellas- contractually obligated 
to say this as this deception. I just want to throw that out there. Yes, you are. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to say that earlier. I've Preach said on it. my piece. Preach on it for a bit. I've set my yeah. piece on it before, but it does a fantastic job of highlighting Obi Wan and Kit Fisto working as a team. If does that sound good? Yeah, it does. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> it also does a great job of exploring what it means to be a clone and why. Uh, like what the idea is, what the process is behind, like choosing to be a soldier above all else. Like if you fell in love with somebody, can they choose that over the war that they were literally bred for? Like it does a really good Damn. job of helping you to wrap your mind around those mm-hmm. things. And it gets, it does not get enough attention. Go read it. Speaking of Kit Fisto, I found your, oh my God. you're now looking at the at the biggest greatest smile in the battle arena, <laughs> oh, that's a great haircut. I missed Look that. Look at that <laughs> line, kid. There he goes. Look at his goofy. With three PO battle droid. Die, again, die, die. die. <laughs> I know. And here it comes. There it is. <laughs> Classic. I love it. And I gotta say, so Wes has been pulling up some some clips for us. And as as we as we wrap up tonight, we're gonna play a little game. We got a little time. It's kind of. It, this would be Eric's stupid game, but it's Corey's stupid game. It is. Uh, I came up Corey with this stupid game. Maybe yeah. the first time ever. I don't know if I've ever done this before. <laughs> this is one of the. You know what, Corey? I'm so proud of you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you intro it for us. We're just gonna do a couple rounds just to have some fun with the chat. Some. It's it's the fun movie. We're gonna do a fun game uh, as we end out our celebration <laughs> of Attack of the Clones. So tell us what you yeah. came up with. I uh well I can't take all the credit. I've heard multiple other podcasts do this before. Um but I want the chat to give us a random timestamp of uh Attack of the Clones and we're all going to four go around the horn and try to guess what is happening on screen during the timestamp. So everybody throw some in there and I'm going to pick one here in a minute and uh How how long is it to- in total, Wes? What are we oh, what's yeah, our good parameters? question. 2 hours, 2 hours and 15 minutes. Okay. At 2 hours and 16 minutes is the credit. So if you say oh, 216, it's correct. We got we one. one. We have one. <laughs> 3128. Let's see what else we got. 3128. All right. Uh Corey, it's your game. You get the first guess. Oh man, thirty-one twenty-eight. All right, thirty-one twenty-eight. That was the first one. So kudos to that. I'm not looking, by the way. Hands up. Thirty-one. Wes has been scrubbing the movie this whole past (laughs) hour and a half. I've just been looking to the left. No. Thirty-one twenty-eight. I think thirty-one twenty-eight is. Um. Shit. (laughs) No, that's Phantom Menace. We've been over this. I think it's. It's great audio. It's, gotta be Kenobi, I'm sorry. I think it's Kenobi in the library. Dude, I was okay. going to say the exact okay. same thing. I kid you not. I already had it. I so, agree with Corey. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say Dex's Diner. I think it's Dex's Diner. That was my next choice. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Arriving on Camino. All right. 3128. Okay. Wes, don't react. <laughs> Pull it up, and then we'll all react together. 3128. And the clip is, I, if any of us are right, it'll be a miracle, especially since two of us chose the same this is, thing. If this is Obi-Wan, I'm going to have to computer. I'm going to lose my damn mind. You don't even, can't even. So it's okay, this. Wait. This is play exactly 3128, okay. but I'm going to play That's it. That's a great ship. So this is, oh, is this the ship that, wait. 
Just Texas and Yes! Texas yes! Texas yes! Holy <laughs> shit. So that's so oh my God. That's within 10 seconds, dude. I that think counts. that's pretty good. For sure. Yeah, this is good. the greatest moment in Living Force history. All right, that was easy. I want to do this again because I didn't take nearly as long as I thought it was going to take. All right, the next one is is one hour, yeah. six minutes, and 30 seconds. All right, hour, Alan Vaughn threw it up for us. Alan, who I got to say, while we're, while we're making our decision, Alan mentioned that uh, Anakin's uh, kind of inability to be not be cringy uh, formed Alan's first fictional crush. Uh, and I appreciate that because we all have a type. Yeah. All right, someone, all right. someone else has to go first. We got to do this oh, yeah. round robin. Eric, you go first. Hours, hours 6.30. Okay, we're mm -hmm. at Texas Diner at 30. Half hour later, uh, 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 I think uh, – oh, you know what? It, it's going to be the Padme fireplace dress scene. It's, oh, it's my the, God. The, that's the one. I'm guessing that. It's the, the one <laughs> costume George Lucas picked out. She's like, we can't do this. I did dress up absolutely to seduce you, but I've decided <laughs> now that we can't do this. <laughs> that's my decision. I okay. thought about it. Mine, mine is going to be the Naboo picnic scene where they're sitting in the meadow. Mm. And they have the okay. you know the Niagara Falls behind okay. them. So that's where I'm right. at. I think uh, I think Kenobi's getting chased by Jango Fett in the asteroid field. <clears throat> Ooh, okay, asteroid field like that. I like that. I'm going to say. I'm going to say, it maybe it's the Obi Wan versus Jango fight in the rain. Okay, that feels okay. like it's roughly halfway. All right, so let's see one one oh six thirty. 1063 1063 this is you ready? I think so let's find out let's see what it is it's a planet. And, oh, oh, oh my god what is Geonosis? hold on <clears throat> I don't think any of us got it he's just arriving he's just arriving this is the fight this is where he chases him isn't it no 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 he chases him after that cuz he no, no, he no. chases him out no, of this is it. you know no 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 this is it this is, is it? It? Oh my god, it I is! I told you, this, this is, is it. Took, this is the asteroid. Yeah, he yeah, is chasing yeah, yeah. I told you. He's like, this is right at the very beginning of the, wow. of, the, of the fight. Dead? Look okay, this is oh insane. How has like, someone gotten it every time? <laughs> Listen, man, I've seen this movie so many freaking times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> all right, let's go to... Um, oh, man, that all right, was Matt, I like Matt. Matt is only 10 minutes before this, so I feel like we're still in the same arena. So I want to go to Stephanie's first. Kind of like 2222. 22-22. This is early. Mm. Um, we'll see. Charles, you go first this time. I went first. All right, twenty-two, twenty-two. So just trying to think through this. We've arrived on Coruscant. We've talked with Palpatine. Anakin and Obi Wan go to see Careful Padme of your for pal, the first friend time. Patine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. It took me ten seconds. Sorry. I'm gonna say this is the very beginning. I'm going to say this is right around when Anakin is running into the bedroom to slice those slugs off of Padme's bed. That's disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, I no. Think it is. Our, I think guys, our stream just got suspended for policy violations. We, we were showing too many uh, Attack of the Clones clips. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> those clips were too long. Yeah, I know. We got suspended. Literally, the stream's unavailable right now. Wow. Well, we're still, we're still recording. I didn't. Everyone in the chat is like, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Oh, no. All right. No, well, I tell you what. We'll have to bring it back that for a Patreon thing. We'll do it. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yep. <laughs> well, now you know, Wes. Well, I'll tell you what. It's good timing, Anais. So for our audio listeners, 
Thank you for hanging out and listening to Attack of the Clones. We were wrapping up anyway. Um, throw some chats in there, everyone, to let us know where we were going. If you watched us live, thank you so much. We'll see if we can at all get this to go back um, onto YouTube, maybe if you did it in a demonetized fashion. <laughs> um, but overall, we love Attack of the Clones. We're so glad it's 20 years old. I can't wait to do this in three years for Revenge of the Sith, <clears> that's for sure. Um, for our audio listeners, guys, uh, any final thoughts on Episode 2, 20 years later? Mm, I, I still know. want to know still... what happens at 22 minutes. Oh, yeah, what does happen at 22 minutes, Wes? Yeah, Wes, no just idea. tell us. Just tell us. Yeah. 22 minutes. They're in the bar, and Obi-Wan is talking <sighs> to Anakin. Oh, it's the Outlander Club. Lightsaber. All right. Yeah. Is this live again? I think it's... Are we back? Uh, Are we back? Uh, it's maybe. working. That's it's weird. working. So it just, it just allowed us to come back? What the hell? That is bizarre. That was a timeout? We just wait, Darth Maul the YouTube they so hard. Out. <laughs> All right. What the heck, man? <laughs> wow. We're, we're edgy and cool. We, we go against the hey grain. That was like boys. YouTube slapping our wrists and then winking at us like, nah, y'all cool. Like, y'all hey, cool. I'd <laughs> rather, if, if you're going to watch Shack of the Clones, I'd rather you do it in the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so for everyone, while we were gone, we did check. Twenty two, twenty two is in the is in the Outlander Club. Uh, the Outlander Club, man. Yeah. So at the I was risk gonna, of making mom and dad guess, angry, I was gonna guess twenty two, twenty two. I was gonna guess um, Padme and, and Anakin like packing their stuff, and it's really weird that Anakin is there for some reason. <laughs> and, hey, he's security. He's security. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And, then, and then he. He's like he's like touching stuff. exactly. He's, he's like, like touching stuff. He looks at her like a creepy pervert, <laughs> and then and, and Padme's like, "Don't look at me like that." And he's like, and she's like, and she's like, "Stop it! You're making me uncomfortable." And he's like, "Okay," <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's the I'm only so face weird. I got. I'm it's sorry. So you're, you're you're the most beautiful person. I'm sorry, my lady. I'm sorry, my lady. I'm sorry, my lady. That's man. what we need. The next edited version of Attack of the Clones is put the fedora on Anakin's head, George. Yeah. Just Come a on, different man. hat in every scene. All right. Well, before we launch, you guys, we were, we were doing this. I'm going to ask the question again. For our audio friends, I apologize if you already heard a little. But I also want to see your comments in the chat. Let us know. Um, any final thoughts now on Attack of the Clones now? At, your, at the age you are, when you watch this, what do you earnestly mm. think about it? Not like, where is it in your rankings? Not yeah. like, what's it better? Whatever. Just when you think Attack of the Clones, <laughs> what do you think of now in 2022? Alan said mouth breather Anakin. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, just, that's funny. That's funny. I think it's it sets up the rest of the series with these little pieces of information. Because they, they put in little details throughout that sets everything up brilliantly like it sets up like when anakin first starts feeling those like horrible like feelings about his mother and he's killing he killed a bunch of uh tuscan raiders we right and then that yeah, all we got, how did we not talk about <laughs> I know. that and we got the women we got and oh, you know, the children hey, that's the first time <laughs> That's the first time that you hear uh, the Darth the Imperial March overtone yeah, right. when he walks out of the the sand uh, yeah. the sand people hut or whatever. Like he plays yeah. the the dark side music, and yeah. you hear Qui Gon. I, I, I dare not go back to the video. You hear Qui Gon. <laughs> we just talk about. That's not it. talked about enough. Yeah, Qui- yeah. And we, got we all make mistakes. Death Star. We got uh, the clone uh, clone troopers. We got. Um, Yoda fighting for the first time. You got Anakin getting yep. his hand chopped off, and then essentially, like, you know, him learning more about being a Jedi and fighting better and 
using his force abilities more, especially now that he has a um, mechanical hand, which you learn a lot about in Brotherhood, yeah. which is a great yeah. book. So, yeah. um, a lot of little details that help set everything up. I think. Yeah. Great takes. I just want to emphasize again. Think about how much we would not have without Attack of the Clones being exactly what it is. Like the Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith. There is so much out there that is some of my personal favorite Star Wars that like, regardless of how you feel about this film, you have to acknowledge how important it is for all those things to have come about. And I think it's cool. It's, It's another one of those films that as... it's strange you love it as a kid you grow to hate it because of all the social pressures and this and that and then you grow to love it again and it's been fun to grow back into loving it and um and i do love it even though i will say it is probably one of my least favorites i still love it and i'm going to continue watching it and it's just fun to talk about so this has actually been a blast to just reminisce on 20 years Mm -hmm. yeah wow Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've... I've <laughs> okay, hold on. You asked me the first time that I... what How old I was before, oh, yeah, like, yeah. when I first... When the movie came out, and I was like, shit, I don't know. I mean, 18, I guess? <laughs> and exactly right. Nice. I, I was 18 20. years old. It's 20 <laughs> years ago. Go. I didn't even I think also was like, it. 9 or 10, <laughs> just use 20. Yeah. How old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very Minus easy. 20. Now, God, sorry. Oh, that's funny, dude. <laughs> I, just, I, I just learned math the other day. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, I, I, will echo, I echo everything you guys have already said. I mean, you know, I, I love this movie. I've always loved this movie. I, it's got plenty of cringy moments, and I, I can I talk about it in jest because it's so near and dear to my heart. And I think it is like. It is one of it's almost as important as Revenge of the Sith for like the amount of lore that it establishes and like I mean good lord like the clones were a big part of this uh of this movie and it's so wild because we got that we got one line casually mentioning the Clone Wars in episode 4 when Obi-Wan is telling Luke about mm-hmm. like his past and stuff and like here we go we get this movie that kind of establishes all that then we get a whole seven seasons of tv show plus two of the bad batch plus establishing ahsoka plus mandalorian plus you know it's all intricately connected to attack of the clones being there yeah. first and like yeah. not, not to mention all the books and comics and everything else that we've gotten that's all around this this era and like it's important man like i don't care what you say whether you like the cringy dialogue or not like it establishes a ton of what is modern star wars in 2022 so Wild to think that it's been 20 years. I am so glad that Hayden and Ewan both feel the sort of re- revival of yes. uh, of uh, the fandom in regards to their performances in this film because I absolutely feel like that. I've always felt like that, and uh, it makes me really happy that they're finally getting a, getting a piece of the fun. Yeah. I mean, this, this, I mean, this <clears throat> is where the fun begins, I would say. I think that, <laughs> you know, this movie is just such a great time. Anytime that you're thinking about, do I like Attack of the Clones or not? I, I honestly, I challenge you, take a Saturday afternoon if the sun's out, you know, pour yourself a drink in the middle of the afternoon and just turn on Attack of the Clones and have a bad time. I dare you. You can't. It's just, it's such <laughs> it's a great so time. It's yeah, so fun. have some friends over. If you haven't in a while, just have a nice dinner, have some laughs, and then watch Attack of the Clones and just realize, like you guys are saying, how much of what you love about Star Wars is set up in this movie and how many scenes you love that actually exist. Like, don't think about 
what what meme you have to think about. Don't think about which <laughs> one you were told is bad. Yeah. Just watch it and enjoy it. What and was Anakin that- supposed to say to Padme when she's literally in a full body leather suit? Like, what was he supposed yeah. to say? <laughs> I don't think we should see each other. He's like, my soul, I will die for you. Like, I mean, <laughs> my dude, wouldn't we can all? We just, like, like, can we just like turn the lights on before we have this conversation, please? Like, <laughs> I can only break up with you next to firelight. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> like, it is oh, such a great time having that and i think like like jared said in the chat like we said earlier to have some fun with this movie is absolutely legitimate to like poke some fun if it's like your little brother great because we it all comes from a place of actual love and i think this movie created the the era that a lot of us now love the most i think clone wars content clone wars era content is kind of universally beloved nowadays and I think that that's not possible without this film. So that's for sure. I'm so glad it's gotten the respect it, it, it's getting now. I'm so glad that the merchandise and spin-offs are happening. <laughs> and honestly, y'all, regardless of if you like the shows, regardless if you like the toys, just watch the movie if you haven't in a while. It'll make your day better, and it's a great time. But if you do like tie-ins, come back next week. We are talking Star Wars Brotherhood by Mike Chen. Our full spoiler roundtable is coming again. Uh, enjoy it. We all really enjoyed the book. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it more. And, of course, all the times with Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. But you got to wait for next week for that. Because, my friends, that <clears throat> will do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying that new behind-the-scenes content that we threw up this past week. <clears throat> and the rest of you can go over to patreon.com slash to join in on the fun. A special thank you goes out to Brian Dooley, Patrick Ortiz, Earl Q, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Corey M. Helton. Charles is at C. Hankel. And Wes is at Boss West. And the show is at Living Forest Pod. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for potting with me. Thanks to all of you for hanging out in the chat and sharing your love for Attack of the Clones. And as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you. Always.